Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Game is on the line. That's when his best football comes out. Folks, this is the guy. This is why he's going to wear a gold jacket. Because when the game is on the line, and this is to quote another guy, Mike Tomlin, right? He's the same when everyone else gets funny. All right? Everyone else gets a little tight. He's the same guy. Yesterday in Baltimore, the game-winning drive was number 53 for Big Ben. He's tied with second place all-time with Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Pretty good company. He's one behind Peyton Manning. But think about this. Ben had... What? He had 66 yards passing in the first half, 95 after three quarters. But in the fourth quarter in overtime, the dude completed 19 of 25, a buck 49, and a TD. This is what I'm talking about when I say, and I've said it over and over and over, when you're in the huddle with a guy like Ben, when you're in the huddle with a gold jacket guy, when you're there with a franchise quarterback, you always believe, you believe that no matter what's going on, at the moment, you got a chance. You got a puncher's chance. And that's exactly what Big Ben did and the Steelers as they went down to Baltimore yesterday. And I am joined in the locker room by none other than, of course, Ninja Tom and Ninja Jacob, because our man Max is on his way flying back to uh, Phoenix there. But I want to thank you guys for jumping in. Appreciate you guys. I actually heard a rumor that Max wasn't here today because he was partying in the Steelers locker room after the big win. He got a little, he got a little too, you know, excited and you know, headache this morning. You know, I needed an extra hour or two of sleep, which is great. Hey, all power to you, man. I would be celebrating in that locker room too if I here had the capability. The, Tomo, this was the problem. All right, what they bring out, they brought out Terrell Suggs. All right, one of the greatest, you know, pass rushers for the Ravens ever, maybe the number one guy. I don't know. I don't care. One of Big Ben's greatest rivals. Exactly. So, what do you got? You got Max down there who has done close quarter combat with <laughs> Terrell right. Suggs. That's right. And I'm saying to Max, be careful. Don't don't lock out on him, Max. Watch your blind side, Max. <laughs> no, make sure you don't freak out and go after him. <laughs> 
That's what I was worried about. You like he has six... some flashback moment where he sees him and he's like, I got to protect Ben. And he goes well, and he pushes came, him out. Yeah, he came in. All right, he came in. I know he throat punched Terrell Suggs one time in the <laughs> game, right? So, so well, you got Terrell Suggs makes his grand entrance with the mask on his bane, you know, from whatever. That's right, yeah. You know, I, I forget whatever the. Batman. The, oh, is it Batman? Yes. Okay. So he comes in like that. And I'm saying, easy, big fella. Easy. I'm talking to Max. Easy. Because I think Max is like, you got easy. the tremors going. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But what a game. What a time. You think about it. Big Ben, when the game is yes. on the line, I love it. Mike Tomlin says, everybody, when the game gets tight, everybody gets funny. But not Ben. He's the same guy. The Steelers have nine wins on the season. Big Ben has six game-winning drives. Six out of the nine times they've won, Big Ben has led this team on a game-winning drive. It's his career high as far as game-winning drives are concerned. This is a guy who came in his rookie year and had five game-winning drives, hasn't reached that point since until this last season where he goes over and gets six game-winning drives. He's been Mr. Fourth Quarter. He's been Mr. Comeback his entire career. How fitting is it that he goes out with his most ever game-winning drives in his career. And, oh, by the way, the last one gets you in the playoffs. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's beautiful. Can you write this it's story beautiful. any better? No. No, and honestly, we were already really satisfied with his farewell against Cleveland. We knew that the Jaguars were long shots to beat the Colts, so we were kind of accepted of, okay, how this is ma- Big Ben's it. This how is big it. a story is that by itself? Right. I mean, but then not so fast. It ain't over yet. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't over until he says it's over. And I love the fact, too, this is just my own little sports nerddom in my own head. Philip Rivers got to the playoffs his last year. Ben, I think, is by far the best quarterback in that class with him, Eli, and Phil. I didn't think Ben was going to get that little feather in his cap. Not so fast, boom, Phil. Boom. I get I passed you in the passing yardage category this year. I'm, I'm taking a final playoff spot away from you too. I'm going my last year too, Phil. You got to love, love it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Look at Tom. Here's the thing about it, man. You look at this guy who comes out and he's got no running game basically to support him in this game. I mean, the Ravens defense did a good job. You know, yes. And by the way, it was nice. J.C. Hassner. I felt bad for Kendrick Green. I want to see this kid finish out. And well, that's a whole other area we can talk about. Uh, and and I'll say this real. Trust me, Kendrick Green's going to be one heck of a ball player at some point in time. And we'll tell you. I like what Ben said about him. Oh, absolutely. We'll talk about that later. But here's the thing about it. You know, to go out there and in M&T Bank. And you go, that is a loud stadium, that is a raucous stadium. As Ben said, that's a lot of, uh, you know, like rude people in, in a good way, you know, because they are they are uh, devoted fans, and they really, when you think about it, Ben was, what, 19 and 11 there or 18 and 11 at the M&T yeah, Bank something Stadium? something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he's a Raven Slayer there in their own stadium. And what you love about this is that, you know, the king didn't flinch. The dude came riding in with his troops. Like Tomlin he, said, he never does. He doesn't. You know, it's George Thurgood. Everybody's funny. Now you funny too. Well, you know, the <laughs> point is, you know, you got you got Big Ben. He's not funny. He doesn't get tight. He's one of those guys, and again, I've been in the huddle with quarterbacks who come in, you know, after somebody gets hurt in third and ten, game's on the line, and they start stuttering when you they're calling. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Okay. I remember one time looking at Tunch going, This game's over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're done. You know, you just like and then you like gotta step back and like go, just shut up and just you know. But the point being is, of course. That Big Ben delivered, and when Big Ben delivers, it's Big Ben time. It's Big Ben time. He's done it so much at that stadium, too. It's just so, like I said, so great. You go out with the Browns and the Ravens to finish off the season. And 
I know people, oh, you know, the offense still looked bad. Huntley, you beat a backup quarterback. The Ravens were playing for something, too. When they were showing that Jaguars score on the scoreboard at M&T Bank Stadium, it wasn't just the Steelers' sideline that was starting to perk their eyebrows up a little bit because the Ravens had a shot. Now, the Dolphins beating the Patriots eliminated the Ravens later that afternoon, but at the time, that game hadn't even kicked off yet. So the Ravens are looking up there, and they're going, holy crap. We're, we had a bigger long shot than the Steelers, but the hardest part was this Jaguars result. Absolutely. And they're going to get this win. So the Ravens all of a sudden are waking up defensively and saying, we win this game. We have a better than we thought shot at making the playoffs, too. So it's not exactly like you went out there and played a Ravens team that just was ready to roll over and we have nothing to play oh, for. They, were, they well, had everything to play for, too, like the Steelers First of did. all, you know Harbaugh. And that's that true. He wants there. to knock the Steelers oh, out absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that's just one of those, okay, if I got nothing else to do, I want to beat Big Ben. I want to beat Mike Tomlin. I want to beat the Steelers in my home stadium without question. I mean, that's just something that... You it's in can, his DNA. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's just part of this great rivalry that, you know, we've seen have such small winning percentages of points, you know, uh, be- between the winner and the loser. Always it's re- such a close game. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But you look at this thing, and I can't tell you the electricity and the fever that was coming on yesterday. Sounded like some Steeler fans were in that There crowd. was a huge number of, there of was a terrible towel-waving fans. Pretty heavy mooth coming through the radio feed, there too. There was. Yeah, when he was doing his thing late in the game. There was. But the, the beauty was to see Ben at the end. When they won, they get, you know they got the final gun, and you see his face. Wow. I mean, it was like, um, this is... Look out. You just don't know what can happen. I wish we didn't have to play the team that we're playing. You know what? Let me tell you That stinks. It could, it could be, but let me tell you something. You look at Jacksonville and you look at the oh, Colts, oh, and no. I say this all the time. Never underestimate what lies in a man's chest. It's playoff football, too. It is. Mahomes throws a pick it six is. in the first play. Minka jumps her out. It's 7 nothing. all of a sudden. You don't Game know. Changes. Yeah, you just don't know. And you want a ticket to the dance. Like yeah. I'm not saying here I wish we were playing somebody else and be like, mm, I wish they would have rather just been at home and not made it than have to go to play Kansas City. Like, no, no I want to go to Arrowhead and get that shot. Absolutely. It's a really tough task. Besides ahead, that, man, we're going to raid Reagan's wallet and get, get Jack Stacks, <laughs> get it ordered again. <laughs> Max and I and Reagan. Barbecue we're, round oh, two, baby. We were doing it, baby, in Kansas City. You know we're going to hit Reagan up for that. One thing that I noticed, too, in this Ravens game, uh, the Steelers' leadership, whether fairly or not fairly, has been criticized throughout the season. I think you saw it on full display out there at M&T Bank Stadium. I, I, like you said, Ben's always calm. Late in that game, I'd see him in the huddle just putting the hands up, calming the guys down. You've got rookies there, rookies on the line. Najee, Frymouth, like they've never been in this. The big glue. Exactly, and he's just... Ben seemed to, before he got into his play call, was saying, like, okay, no fumbles, no turnovers. Let's just keep our heads about us. Positive yards every time. And then there was another play where Deontay had a big catch and went out of bounds, and there was that skirmish near the Steelers' yes. bench. And Deontay then- started jawing a little bit. And who was it but Big Cam Hayward that grabbed him in his bear hug and pulled him away and was like, get that. away from this guy. We don't need any extra penalties coming and hurting this drive. Exactly. So I think you saw Cam and Ben really put their imprint on that game and, and lead these young guys no to the finish line. And then 
you know, towards the end, you got Cam Sutton's play in the end zone. Mm. What a great job playing off the ball. You got a zone coverage, and he just jumps in front and intercepts the ball when he tries to hit Andrews in the end zone. Mm. That was tremendous. I mean, there, there's so many big plays, and there's so many um, people that you want to hand out game balls to. That play might have changed the game, though. Oh, yeah. The Sutton one, because That's, it looked absolutely. really dark because it looked like the Ravens were going to. I mean, at the very least, walk away with a field goal there. Right, right. Huge turnover. It was. How about the the resurgence of Chase Claypool? You know, on the ground too. He was the on team's the leading rusher Three for thirty three yards, and he had what five for thirty seven uh, catches plus the lone touchdown on that beautifully conscripted route with yeah, that was really six twelve. Nice. Did a nice job working to the flag, and then you got your drafting. That is the Claypool is drafting the six twelve Zach Gentry in inside doing a little in and out, and they really put. The corner, I can't remember the corner, in conflict. They didn't know which way to go. Ben you know, put some drop zip back? on that thing, too. He zipped he it in there. peppered that in there. Chase just, that's a walk-in. What a great play. And, you know, I got I to gotta say this, too. You know, after the Minnesota fiasco, after that whole thing there, you know, the one thing I, I remember saying, and I, I'm so, uh, here's the thing. You got to be careful. You got young people, and you're gonna young people are gonna make young people mistakes. Yes, you know, and yeah, you can kick them in the pants and everything else, but you need that guy. You need that guy to come along. He no needs question to mature, and he can't. You can't let him get in a position where he starts to sulk or he starts to, you know, just kind of let the season go get by on him. You know what I mean? You got to pull him back up and say, "Man, we need you, dude. We need you." And that's the type of resurgence, and that's the type of locker room that you got to have. And I would imagine that Ben had a lot of conversations or a number of conversations with Chase, making sure, uh, let's keep this guy going, let's keep moving forward, because we need this guy to win. No complaints from Chase's game at all against Baltimore. Um, I I thought he played a really great game. Best play for him, though, might have been one that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Najee Harris's long run in overtime. <laughs> when he was blocking. I don't know who the corner was. It was Brandon Stevens. Brandon Stevens. He was doing the backwards track a whole he was trying to catch himself. He looked like Fred Flintstone trying to start the car. Like, you know, this couldn't get why, his feet out from under him. This is why you're the ninja. Because you know what? You don't most guys can't see that, right? But there you are. I you're scoping it. out the same oh, thing. I saw it the whole way, Wolf. Oh, you know what? I, it looked like the blind side when Michael Orr in that movie was just blowing that guy. There you the, go. I'm proud of you, young man. You didn't <laughs> you weren't just fascinated by the sparkle and the, the shiny things surrounding it. You watched you saw top shelf Canadian bacon uh, getting the job done by blocking. And, and that, that's we need that from that good dude. He's huge. Yes. He's a big guy for a wide receiver. He's physical. He at Notre Dame was known for that, being a physical kind of blocking receiver. Not like a juju blocking receiver, but he was known to throw blocks. He played special teams at Notre Dame. He played special teams last year for the Steelers lot and was really good at it. But there was just not that spark from him earlier this year. He didn't seem to have that physicality. He had it yesterday. I hope that continues now. You're exactly correct. Spot on there, young buck. You know, the thing I look at it when I see this guy, um, I see this guy's got a great competitive spirit about him. But, you know, I think he, he kind of went a little deep into himself maybe, thinking about, yeah, that was that was probably not smart. And, you know, sometimes you start to feel a little, as Mike Tomlin says, a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get a little tight, but you know he let it. He let it all hang out yesterday, and what a job! Whether it was catching the ball, whether it was running with the ball, whether it was blocking for somebody running with the ball, the guy was getting the job done. Did so in a big way, and you need the physical play of Chase Claypool because he is one of those guys that that in my mind, 
the development of the big game down the field is going to be when this guy really understands how to play the game. He's And he's got all the tools. He's yeah. got the knowledge now. He's got to come through and make those big catches. But this is the guy that will lead the way when the big play goes down the field. And he might never reach that number one potential, which in a way would be disappointing. But if he's not going to become that surefire go-to 100 catches a game kind of guy... Just do what you did on Sunday. You know, put your hand in the pie at every aspect. Catch five passes for forty yards and rush for thirty-three yards. Get a couple big first downs. Score a big touchdown. Throw some key blocks. Like, I'll be a little disappointed if you don't reach that number one height that we thought you could. But if you play like this, it'll lessen my disappointment because you'll still be a very key contributing player. And you weren't seeing either of the performances from him consistently early in the season. You'd see flashes of, oh, 100 yards and the number one receiver game, where you'd see flashes of these kind of games, but not in that consistent basis. So I hope we see another game like this at the very least against Kansas City. And if they win, keep building that in the playoffs. If not, head into the offseason with two really good games fresh in your mind to build off of into your next season. You know, well said. And I think one of the guys that you got to throw in there, too, is Zach Gentry. Zach did some really. He good has stuff. established himself as the number I'm t- two tight end. I'm telling you, this guy is coming along, and I've I've felt this way for a long time. That when you have somebody with a six eight or six twelve, is he run? I I just love that nickname six twelve. But when you have that sort of wingspan, and you got another tight end uh, named Fryermuth, who has such a, stud. a catch radius like such as he's got, and the fact is they're both tough. Guys, they're both good blocking guys. Zach being uh, a little bit ahead of the Muth. But here's the point in time. If that doesn't remind you a little bit of what could be a Gronk, Aaron Hernandez type deal, um, well, I, I, I can't tell I you. hope you're right about that. Well, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious when I tell you watch when they line up two tight ends side by side on one side, and then you see one of them go down the seam like the 6'12", like Zach, uh, and then, then you got the, uh, you got the other guy. The Muth coming underneath on a on a route crossing yeah. route, and you can see where the linebackers like, oh, which way do we go? What do I do? You know, I mean, it's it's it puts them uh, conflicted, and I just love the fact that you got such big bodies and wide catch radiuses. You're gonna put some beef on Firemuth in the off season too. He's gonna become a better blocker than he already is. So, and with the identity of the team moving forward, that's run first, and number twenty two is gonna be the focal point of the offense for years to come. I think this is gonna be something. It's gonna be good to have two beef guys up there that you can go jumbo with, like Gentry and Firemuth. It's just nice too. There's so much depth that the Steelers need this off season. And backup tight end was probably one of them earlier in the year. Not anymore. I'm way comfortable rolling into 2022. Fryermuth one, Gentry two. Beautifully said. All right, folks, uh, let's get your calls in here. It's 412-919-1316. Who's your game balls? It's a Donut Monday. Me, donut Monday, me, baby. Me and El Tomasino. Are, yeah, we're doing the Dunkin' Victory Monday donut deal. So give us a call. Who gets your game ball? Who gets your victory donuts? And uh, we'll be back with more after this. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. ESPN Pittsburgh, Steelers Nation Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You're back in the locker room. It's 
me, myself, and I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, I, I always I always know when I've gained weight, I start referring to myself as we. <laughs> you know, we're doing the donut. We're both gaining Monday. poundage today. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's They're multiplying brutal. in there. Oh, that, There were 12 when the show started that we went in in the first break for a coffee break. There's 24 now. How about that? Who who sent those? Who's multiplying the? <laughs> yeah, it's like gremlins. I love it. You know, well, it's beautiful with the Duncan sitting right at the bottom of the hill. Well, it is it's easy. Everybody should know that today is Max Stark's fortieth birthday. Oh, happy birthday, How Max! How about that, Max? He's big four zero. Uh, happy birthday, brother! You now know? I don't blame him, but I always should try to take your birthday off if you can. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding either. I'm not kidding. Like, well, he's just. I take mine off to, if I could. Well, he's back, flying back to Phoenix. It's uh, not like nothing like a, fl- a long flight for your birthday. Well, there's nothing like staying over in Baltimore. You know, like oh yeah, that's just great. You know, I think he's anxious to get back to uh, you know the uh, the Valley of <laughs> to the Sun, lovely Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> hey, Phoenix, what are you kidding me? I'm not, no, it's beautiful. Oh, okay. I Compared to here. Baltimore, yeah, that's what the I'm cold, saying. raining, yeah. sleeting Let me snow. Think. Let me think. Baltimore, or 80 degrees or and perfect weather. Okay, where, where do you yeah. want to be? <laughs> I love Phoenix. <laughs> All right. Yesterday in Baltimore, one of the things that uh, was, was beautiful to watch unfold was uh, T.J. Watt in the secondary. Fire, you know, it's not, it's not near as big as the, the playoffs and everything. But still, that's a significant, significant record. Uh, Michael Strahan's 22 and a half sacks. When you consider T.J.'s missed two games and parts of what two or three others something yeah, like he'd that. Yeah, he had he left early in the Lions game, although I think he got a sack in that game before he left. Yeah. He left early in the Raiders game. I think he got a sack in the first <laughs> for that game too. Not many games he didn't get a sack in this yes. year. Yes. Uh, and then I think that he played full strength in the Packers game and in the second Bengals game. I shouldn't say he played full strength. He played the full game. He was not 100%. He was definitely still dealing with the going, especially in the Packers game. That play, Rodgers scrambled for the touchdown, right. and he kind of looked back at Watt while he was running. He was not at 100% yeah. there. Yeah, there's So no I, doubt. I would say 12 games, maybe. Right. Full 100% T.J. Watt. This is amazing. Okay, so he tied the sack record with 22 and a half with Strahan, right? Then Bradley Bozeman bounced the ball off his big butt on the one snappages when he snapped it to the shotgun, and it went down and went a skewer at the feet of Tyler Huntley, right? Yes. So he's Tyler looked like he was looking for loose change down there. I mean, he was. it was kind of funny because you see these guys who are so athletic. They're so... Skilled panic, yeah, and it's just panic city. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? You know, it's like uh, somebody's got my quarter, you know, please. So he's down there, and TJ beats the pants off of Makari. The right tackle comes around, touches him, and then they ruled it a run play. And I go, wait a minute, whoa, whoa. Think about this. They called it like an aborted play or something like that. It was something some like term that. that I've never heard of before. All I know is it's second and eight, it's empty backfield. It is pass protection all the way. All five guys are in pass protection mode, except for Makari, who's in. I'm getting the, my I'm getting my my butt whipped mode as uh, T.J. Watt rushes him to the outside, and T.J. Watt touches him down. To me, that's a sack. And if you can accept Michael Strahan accepting the fact that Brett Favre slid like a baseball player into. Michael Strahan on a rollout, I believe, if I recall right. Yeah, that's right. And he, and he touched him down. Are you kidding me? Well, just give la- TJ the sack. Well, just last Monday night at Heinz Field, didn't Baker just kind of fall over in front of TJ Watt, like right near the line of scrimmage? They gave TJ a sack on that play. I'm pretty sure. 
It all comes down to the score at the it's, stadium. You think? A hundred percent. I think M and T Bank the NFL Stadium. could look at it, don't you? think? I think so? they could look at it and they could overrule. But M and T Bank Stadium, a little iffiness on the play. Ravens scorekeeper. Oh. Uh, that's a run play, TJ. So sorry about that. That might not be the most egregious part, though. That should make you mad about him not breaking the record. Because he got a half a sack on the play that Cam Hayward cleaned up Tyler Huntley. And they threw the flag for unnecessary roughness saying Cam hit him too high. That was a textbook sack in the NFL. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s and Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s and Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, s and Bank is here to help. Learn how s and Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. s and Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. And number 90 was around the ankles at the time that Hayward hit him. That's a half a sack for TJ. That's the record right there. So there's two instances you can point at and be like, I think those were worth a sack or a half a sack there. Can you imagine, I don't know, Dick Buckus and... Getting flagged for that? Well, just think about this. Some of the legendary guys, you know, Merlin Olsen back in the day, you know what I mean? Just some of these great Deacon Jones and all these guys getting flagged for hitting a quarterback such as he did. The quarterback... What, you know, everybody talking about the defensive guy is the onus to, you know, yes. keep his head out of the way. What about the quarterback as he's falling forward and it's, he's not tucking, he's not rolling, he's not he's just trying to stay upright. Um I you know, I just don't buy that. And it's not like Cam was trying to viciously hit him. He bear hugged him. And the and the, the helmets got clanked off each other. Yeah, I mean Cam's just a big guy. A lot of hits that he lays on people are gonna look vicious. I, I think what happens a lot and I'm I'm all for player safety and look, if a guy leads with his head and completely takes some guy off in a cheap shot manner, then by all means throw a flag, give him a personal foul call. But I think what happens sometimes now is when a hit looks really violent or sounds really violent in real time, it's almost just like they automatically grab that flag and throw it. It, it. They don't even think about it anymore. It's like, and you could hear the pop from Hayward. I mean, I'm sure you heard it up in the booth. We could hear it on the radio feed. You could hear it on the TV. So sometimes I just think, you know, these refs look at things or hear things and they go, well, that sounded super violent. I'm throwing 15 on that one. I think that was a perfect example of that. Because when you look at it, it's just a good hit. But it just sounded and looked a lot worse real time than it actually was because he's Cam Hayward. He's an all pro, just absolutely sandwiching a backup quarterback. Lambert was right back in the 80s. Put a skirt on him. Put a skirt I'm on him. I'm just telling you what that, the <laughs> fact that you could call it, well, he didn't launch, he didn't target, no, like, not, he, he didn't lead with his head, he bear, bear hugged him, and they clanked face masks. You know, I mean, it, it, and it wasn't even like. He he tried to go down the center. Of Huntley him. didn't even get shaken up. He was no. right. He was right back up and in the huddle. It was a play. horrible call. And so yeah, I think that should have been added. That TJ could have gotten that sack. There could have been twenty four. I mean, sack number twenty four. Exactly. This whole thing. Um, I hope the NFL though reviews that and, the, and you, does the right that thing. one. You can't change. You can definitely look at the one where he touched Huntley right. down and change that because that's clear as day. Absolutely, that's clear as day. That that is pass pro all the way. So certainly. Um, you know, as, as the NFL reviews this stuff, it's, we'll stay on top of it. But, man, oh, man, I hope and 
pray that they do that because that's a significant record. That's a milestone, especially when you consider all the games that TJ missed. No My question. goodness. Unbelievable. So, all right, we move to the phones. Time for 412-919-1316. Let's start off with uh, what? We got Gabe in South Carolina. Gabe, you're in the locker room. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, Gabe? Uh, pretty good. How about you guys? Man, I can tell you this. I got so much coffee and donuts in me, enough sugar. I I, I could be like Linda uh, Linda Blair and, I, and, and you know, the Exorcist. Exorcist. His My head's head be spinning, spinning in here, yeah. <laughs> There's wow. steam coming out of your ears, too. <laughs> so what do you got, Gabe? All right. Um, I want to go off and say I am a longtime listener, a uh, first-time caller. Um, I want to put out some game balls. Good. Real quick, if you guys will let me. Absolutely. Uh, TJ, or yeah, well, no, hang on. Uh, the entire D-line. Okay. I mean, we, we crushed it last night. Um, let's see, Ben, you know, for... Wait a minute, now, the first game ball is to the defensive line is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Ravens did rush for yep. 249 yards. Yeah, see, that's a that's a problem oh, yeah. there. And Murray was really gashing oh, yeah, them. I they did. got lucky with Harbaugh deciding to stop running the football yeah. for some reason. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, well, I mean, like hey, you, you, you know guys what? Hey, talking. let me tell you something. You want to give out the game ball, you give them yeah, out to hey, who you D-line, want, brother. They certainly made enough plays right, on that D-line right. for sure. But, like I was saying, like I was saying, you know, divisional games, you know, it is, it's that, it's that type of game. Absolutely. Where it's rough and tough and, you know, so, you know, D-line, um, num- yeah, number one, number two, uh, Ben for, mm-hmm. you know, giving us a win. Yep. You know, last game, you know, hope probably his last game, but D-line or D-line, Ben, um, oh, oh, uh, offensive coordinator, what's his name? Oh, Canada. Matt Canada. Canada. Okay. Him. I mean, and, and, you know, I know a lot of people don't do this, but I would say Tomlin. I there mean, you go. Oh, I think he deserves it yeah, more than Canada, absolutely. I would say. Yeah. Right, right. So there is a lot of game balls to – Give out, I would even give out awards, but game balls, there you go. Um, so that's Gabe, not, hey, that, those hey, are game Gabe, balls. Know this. Yes, we sir. got as many donuts as you got game balls here. Yeah, this is great. Hey, 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 hey. you know what? Send, send them on down to me. I'll have them. <laughs> no, no, they're all ours. <laughs> Absolutely, no, brother. I, you know, I, I would tell you, I, uh, like I said, I, I am a long time listener first time caller but i mean i i love your guys' show or Thank your, your you, radio station and uh i would love i'm a you know i'm a i'm a big Steelers fan so i would love to be down there with you guys wish you were here and, bro uh, be, you know be talking about Steelers cuz they gave you one more I, game game oh, at yeah. least at least it, 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 well you know what i was thinking about this and I, you know uh, Friday or no? When we were playing uh, Cleveland, right? 
Oh man, I I hate Cleveland. I'm telling you, I I hate take a ticket number. I hope, I hope hope that every Cleveland fan and everybody in Cleveland is listening. But um, I mean, I hate Cleveland, but you know, especially Miles Garrett. But um, you know, there there's the game balls. Ben, you know, helping out all absolutely. Um. I just want to say, if Ben is listening, which I'm probably I probably think he is, uh, you know, Ben, we're we're gonna miss you. Yeah. Um. You know, you, you had 18 years with us, and uh, two Super Bowls, and you know, we there's never there is never gonna be a quarterback like you. Amen. Never. Amen. Thank you, Gabe. Appreciate you, brother. All right, we're going to roll on. We got some other guys, but Gabe, thank you so much. And don't be a one-and-done caller. Give us a call back sometime, too. This is what the locker room is all about. When you come into the locker room, you got to understand what a pro locker room is like. When you come into a locker room, it's four walls looking at each other. Everybody's got a locker. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody is valid. You know, there's no there's no stupid questions. There's stupid answers, which I'm fully capable of giving. But the fact of the matter is, everybody's got their ability to state their opinion, and I love it, Gabe. Good job. Let's go to Herm in Sacramento. Herm, you're in the locker room, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks, Wolf, for letting me in, and um, appreciate you guys, man. Absolutely. Um, Wolf, 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 I love listening to your commentation all the time, man. You're, you're, you're awesome. way too kind. I appreciate you, and thank you for your kind words, sir. Hey, um, first of all, I want to start off with uh, congrats to TJ. I mean, that that's a, a big accomplishment. Like mm. you were saying, he, hopefully he gets another sack and a half out of this whole thing after this week. Um, but, yeah, I really appreciate his efforts on defense, but – my defensive game ball is definitely going to go to Cam Sutton. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is, I mean, it was, that was a game changer to me. Um, they could have been up 17-6. That would have been a tough, tough road to, to come back from. So, um, so I appreciate Cam Sutton on that way. Um, they, they made several defensive key plays, but that was the one that stuck out to me. Um, offensively, my game ball goes to Ben. I mean, he, He's just a leader, man. You know, he just uh, the way he brings the team back all the time. Um, you know, that was a uh, you know that was just awesome. And then the the thing I, being out on the east or the west coast, man, I was watching the game last night. We were three seconds away from not going to the playoffs. Oh, it was man. crazy. <laughs> Did you see that game? That man? was one it of the craziest endings of the season. Yeah, it was. It was just. Even just like last Monday night too, you know, the, and then they carried out over to this weekend. So, what a what a cool um, time to be a Steeler fan, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just appreciate you guys, and um, again, thanks for taking my call. Thank you for calling, Herm. We appreciate you so much. Again, anybody wants to get get in the locker room, come on in the locker room. It's four one two nine one nine one three one six. All right, we we'll go. Got to take a break now? Yeah, let's oh. take a break. Okay, Ninja Town looked at break. me. He's about ready to smack me upside My the head. My donut's so. already gone, so I need more. <laughs> We're going to go get our donuts replenished. The number is 412-919-1316. Let's go. We'll be back after this.
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, the interesting thing to me is still, when the game's on the line, nobody does it better. Big Ben uh, just kind of getting all his horses in, uh, all lined up, man, and then just going. You're talking about 19 to 25, a buck 49, and a TD. That was just, um, that's just great work in fourth quarter and overtime, Tom. It shows why it was worth it to bring him back for this season. And I think Mason is going to have the reins next year. And I'm excited to see what Mason can do next year. I I think he's got a lot of potential. And I think he can do a decent enough job for the Steelers. But I question where his mindset would have been in these fourth quarters all year long. Like we said, five fourth quarter comebacks, six game winning drives for Ben this year. I have a hard time. As much as I think he can be a good quarterback in the NFL, I have a hard time believing that number two would have gotten the the job done to that tune if he had been the guy this year. So the only way they were to, up and downs, right? But overall, super glad seven came back for one more ride. No doubt about it. He you was know, the best option they had. Right, there's there's no doubt in my mind, and I believe Mason will get the get the ball next year. Yeah. And he's gonna. I think he's gonna do a fine job, and we shall see what shall transpire. One of the things that the learning curve. On these fourth quarter games, it's enormous for a young quarterback yes. to be able to do this. But you and know, it's great for Mason to sit on the bench and see it done well, in front of him. He's all this seen time. it now for a number right, of years, right. and I think the fact is uh, nobody does it better than Ben. What a great job! All and right, I, go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say I think Ben will be a decent sounding board for like not. I'm not saying he's going to show up to practice and you know be around the team a lot, but. Mason shoots a text out to him, shoots a call out to him on a Saturday night. I think Ben would be pretty receptive. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. You know, I mean, teammates are teammates. Yep. And, uh, uh It's funny, though. I, I wonder what Ben's thinking about doing. You know, I, I could see him taking some time off, but I could see him in a broadcasting role. I mean, if you've ever <laughs> listened to this dude speak, the dude's hilarious. I mean, I got to tell you something. He brought down the house even when he was at the Mel Blunt's, you know, uh, Dinner, you know, and he got up and was speaking. He had no notes, man. He just rocked it. He just got the charisma, yeah. He does. He just, he knows, he knows how to entertain, how to do it. The only thing that I would think keeping him out of a broadcasting booth is about $100 million in his bank account. (laughs) If I was him, I'd just golf all day long and sit by the pool. You don't have to make another cent. Your grandkids' kids are are, are wealthy for the rest of their life. Your grandkids' grandkids. <laughs> Probably. All right, let's go to Doug in Savannah. Doug, you're in the locker room, brother. Hello, Doug. How you doing? Can you hear me? I we got gotcha. you, Doug. Much better than I deserve. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, we got <laughs> we you gotcha. loud and clear. All right. I'm, uh, man, unbelievable that uh, we're in the playoffs. Uh Really proud of the team. I, I called you at the beginning of the year. Uh, just a sh- quick shout-out to CR. Uh, I'm the guy that calls from Colorado. I kind of travel around, so I'm the same person, CR. All right. Doug from Savannah. All Doug right. from Savannah is the same one from Colorado. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm just making uh, – just eating some shrimp and grits and uh, Ooh. making jambalaya. You make or, uh, that stuff. Nice game. Oh, Yo, my yeah. goodness, man. That's, you know, um, Javon Hargrave. Uh, he, yeah. he, he's the one that turned me on to shrimp and grits. I'd never had that really? before. Really? I don't think oh, I've ever sensational. had it either. Oh, that is good oh, stuff. Man. Javon's oh, in the playoffs, too, this year. Yeah. Good year from Hargrave in Philly. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just ecstatic that the refs didn't change the game and we still ended up winning. Uh, my game ball is probably going to be the game, uh, Cam Hayward. Mm. I mean, that, that's one bad dude. Yeah. That's one bad dude. Yes. I mean, he holds that, that defensive line, you know, with all the injuries uh, big time. And then, uh, you know, my offense would be a big bet, you know? Absolutely. You know, you get, you know, you don't get it done without the big man. And, uh, he, he's just, I'm, I'm going to miss him, but uh, it's a good send-off. I think we have a chance uh, with Kansas City. I mean, I, I can't believe Jacksonville beat Indianapolis. Right. Mean, I, I just can't believe it. Who who picked that? I hear one person, not one person. Think about so, this, Doug. Uh, they, they went in as 15-point underdogs, and they won by 15. <laughs> That's an even bigger shock. <laughs> they almost covered the spread in reverse. <laughs> oh man, the stars must be aligned right for Steeler Nation. This is this is what I say though, Doug. Okay, you 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 can never never underestimate what beats under a man's chest. All right, how big is that heart? How big do you got to? How deep do you got to go to dig out something like that? You're in Jacksonville. You guys haven't won a game since I don't know when, right? I mean, everything's gone right. wrong, and you in the biggest moment of the season, your final end of it all type of uh, uh, affair. Most of these guys, you think they're going to lay down, but they don't because they're pros. They understand that the NFL shield means something to them and they dig deep within themselves cuz they're pros. That's how it's done. You get a chance to take your rival out of the playoffs too. You got to take that. That's a small win at the end of the year. Yeah. And it's a carryover to next year. Yeah. It's a carryover to next year. I mean, your season is a lot better and your year winning that winning that game. Oh, just are are the Steelers going to get them some gifts? Like Send some steaks down to Jacksonville, to some permani sandwiches. <laughs> Send them some shrimp yeah, and grits, yeah. baby. A little bit of that yeah, jambalaya. There you go. Yeah. Okay, one last comment. I know everybody else is trying to get in. I, I didn't know in overtime that it was only 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, super scared that it was going to end up in a tie. And then the <laughs> Raiders almost ended up in a tie. So oh. I think I lost, like, four pounds. You know, all I wanted to do was fall asleep last night, and I couldn't. You know, I mean, I just, I, you just keep yeah. watching. You're watching. Who yep. ties at yep. 32 all? I mean, who does that? It was I, insane. I've never heard of 32 32 tie. When Carlson was lining up for that field goal, my heart was pounding out of my chest oh. in my living room. I don't, I don't think I've been that stressful for a Steelers game this year, honestly. Let me tell you something. I needed a Red Bull just to calm down, just to go to bed, <laughs> go to sleep, man. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Don't, don't. But, uh, hey, just a, a shout-out to your son, too, uh, the major. Hopefully he uh, hits uh, Lieutenant Colonel soon. Um, I'm, I'm uh, right next to Hunter Army Field, so I work out with the Rangers, you know, about four oh, times a week. Yeah. And, and those guys those guys are awesome. They are so, awesome. Uh, when he went through so – he shout-out to your son. When he, thank you so much. You know, when he went through uh, Ranger School, got his tab – and I'll never forget, oh, um, you know, we were driving on the base because once the training is, is finished, you're not allowed to do anything physical. You're not even allowed to drive a car because everybody is so wow. depleted and famished, right? Yeah. So so oh. we're going, my wife and I, we're, we're going to see him graduate, right? So we're driving on the uh-huh. base to go pick him up. 
I drive right by him, and my wife goes, honey, that's Kyle. I go, that's not Kyle. I didn't even recognize him because this yeah. kid was 172 pounds of, of muscle and, 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 and skin. and bone. I mean, he was just ripped and everything. And he goes in there. He lost 40 pounds over oh, yeah. 11 oh, weeks. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, I could not believe that was my son. He was Ooh. emaciated from the training. Yeah. Just, uh, hey. just amazing. Yeah, you're you're a good father, and that's all I'm gonna say. God bless you both. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And we'll talk to you hopefully next week. Peace. Sounds good, man. Let's keep it rolling, baby. All right, so we're gonna take a break, but I want to thank everybody for calling in. Please keep calling in. Tell us your game balls, 412-919-1316. We'll be back after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.